0: Set your phasers to sexy.
1: Hey, you reading comic books? Like the way you look, like the. Welcome, loyal well, listeners, to another episode of True North Nerds.
2: Yay!
1: Yay! This week, we take a look at the new show, well, new for Canada at any rate, show Modoc, which appears on Disney Plus courtesy of Stars, I think it's called. Yep. Star.
2: Disney Plus Star. Star.
1: star. Oh, yes, Star. Right, right. And uh, it is on Hulu in the US, I believe, right? It is. Yeah, So we are going to take a look at that And we have some news to talk about But before we talk about all that We have Kevin Hi We have Ryan Hello And we have Jen Hi And we have some news I think we have some news Ryan, do we have
0: news? We've got news, we've got rumors We've got firsts We've got mergers We've got separations. Mm. We've got murders? all kinds
1: of stuff. Mergers.
2: Oh. There could be mergers. You don't <laughs> know. <laughs>
1: it is Amazon. <laughs> uh, we're not there yet. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right, we'll start us off with something, Ryan. Oh, hey, okay, we got the first Eternals trailer.
3: Oh, yeah. Yes. I forgot about it. <laughs> Which trailer?
0: Well, now we know what Jen thought of the trailer.
2: Which trailer are we talking about? The Eternals. Oh, Eternals. I thought you said Turtles. And I'm like, wait, there was no Turtles movie coming out. (laughs) Oh, Eternals.
1: (laughs) Eternals. Marvel's
2: Eternals. I I did like the Eternals trailer, yes.
3: It didn't really say anything about what it was going to be about or what. It's just basically like, so, Eternal People showed up and screwed up history of the world even though they said in the trailer they weren't going to but they did and look they're fancy and shiny and sparkly at well, the end i'm like they, i don't know what's about
1: have, they may have influenced history up until the infinity war where they just sort of said ah we're gonna sit this one out <laughs> yeah
3: i mean i i i really i'm probably i mean obviously i'm going to still watch it because it's a marvel movie but that trailer did absolutely nothing for me i have no idea what it's about
0: well, that's the thing, though. It is the first teaser trailer. Yeah. Um. I also, you know, I like it when movie trailers don't necessarily tell me the entire plot of the movie. Exactly.
3: No, but they should give you at least a hint of what the plot no. is going to be. No. <laughs> I don't need to know. All Not right. in this case. I didn't I know you wanted to know. Do you think half of the
2: Eternals got snapped, and maybe that's why they'd start to take an interest in what's going on, because it because they got brought back without their intervention. Yeah, uh,
0: it could be. Maybe. Maybe a- they're only getting involved because one of their members has, got, has, has turned evil and is getting involved. So if they're going to start policing themselves type thing.
2: Well, from what I've heard about the plot is that it involves the Deviants. If you read the original Jack Kirby Eternals books, the first setup issue says, you know, in the beginning there were three races that were seated on the Earth. The Eternals the deviants and the humans. And so the the deviants are the evil, evil, ugly people. And from what I hear, one of the Eternals, it might be Fina, which is the character that Angelina Jolie is playing, maybe in love with a deviant.
1: Well, that, that goes with the comic book. Right. So that's, that wouldn't be too far off what so we've seen.
3: My other slight concern and, this is me. This is coming from a place of I know absolutely nothing about the Eternals is mm-hmm. there's a lot of characters. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering if this is going to be a like, I I hope that they've learned their lesson. It might just be me like having some PTSD from like the pre Marvel hero movies where it's just like, <laughs> let's just throw characters and see what sticks. Uh, I'm a little worried. There's too many people in this movie. But again, I am going to see what happens and I'm willing to, like I said, I'm going to wear, I'm going to watch it. So I'm just wondering, it's going to be too many people. Well, that's the
0: thing. We don't know who the main people are going to be, who the movie's going to follow. Like, you could look at a bunch of the previous Marvel movies and make that same argument or say, ask that same question uh, at the very beginning, right? Like, when you look at Thor, well, you also have the the Heroes 3 and Sith and... Yeah, but the movie all... is
3: called Thor, so you know it's yeah. going to be about Thor. <laughs> you it's going to about called... all these other
2: characters, too, though, and it
0: still
3: worked.
2: And you know what, Jen? We had the same issue when Guardians of the Galaxy was out. Nobody issue. knew who any yeah. of those characters were, and they're now people's favorite. Um, some of people's favorite movies. So
3: yeah, this is why I'm thinking it might just be like pre-Marvel PTSD that's still mm. popping up. Um, but I hope that that's not the case. That it's going to be just too many people.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's weird. The, the the trailer didn't do a heck of a lot for me, but the the more you hear. About the stuff around the trailer or like around the movie, the more interested I am. Like the there's an Academy Award-winning director who's helming this, who comes from a different style of filmmaking than superhero stuff.
3: Yeah. The
1: the, the diversity of the cast is like just like fantastic.
3: And I really like Kamil Nanjami too, so <laughs>
1: yeah. And Black Knights in this movie. So fuck yeah, Black Knight <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well look at like it it's almost like it seems cliche but like Kevin, did you ever think we'd see Black Knight in a Marvel film? Like, there are, are many characters that are going. in films
2: these days. I never thought we'd see Rocket Raccoon in a Marvel film. Exactly. And he's a, you know, so Black Knight is another one that I'm like, what? And look, Moon Knight's getting his own show, and so is She-Hulk. So, you know, I'm not seeing Marvel scraping the bottom of the barrel, but they're going down below the surface these days for for yeah. characters.
3: Yeah, which is good because then it means like people like me get a chance to see characters that I never would have heard of otherwise. Right. Unless Brent is like, You must read this book. Did I read any Eternals books? See, I don't even remember.
1: Um, you've read the Neil Gaiman run.
3: Uh, Neil Gaiman, I like
1: uh, it? And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, you did.
3: Okay. I don't remember
1: uh, it. <laughs> it's very self contained. Like it doesn't go huge into the Marvel universe up until the end. Uh, mm. it, it sort of dovetails into civil war a little bit, mm. but, uh, yeah.
0: All right, Ryan, next. Well, next. Okay. So we have, uh, so um, like Kevin said, Disney has officially announced who Moon Knight is. Who is who, it, Ryan? Who could it be? Who is be? It? Please tell me. I'm dying to know. Well, sadly, it's not me or Brent or Kevin. Sorry, guys.
2: Ah. Oh. So all that training I've been done was for naught.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or was
2: it? <laughs> uh,
0: yes. No, I have we been talking about
2: film.
0: As we've been saying on here for months now, uh, Oscar Isaac is officially announced as
1: Moon Knight.
3: Woohoo. You know, Yay. It's,
1: I don't in some ways I kind of had hope they wouldn't even bother until the actual like show <laughs> started airing because and everybody just knew never this.
0: announced it. Yeah.
1: It was, like, as soon as the rumors started, pretty much people started confirming it left and right. And just, like, it started getting to a silly point oh. where, they, like, they should have just kept it going, just to fucking troll people. Yeah. <laughs> but, Between uh, the
0: uh, reports of, uh, well, what, we had the co-stars saying that the reason they signed on was because he was involved... Uh, you have like art directors saying the same thing. There's footage of him training. It's like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? He's not Moon Knight. Okay, he's Moon Knight. <laughs>
1: um, well, yeah, well, figured this and out. It featured art in the background of the the Instagram post of yes. like, you know, of a couple a different, a couple version, different variations.
0: So, is that mystery still alive? We don't know which version of Moon Knight and which
1: outfits. Maybe we'll get multiple. Yeah. I think we will. Um, I
2: think he's just going to be the cab driver personality for the whole thing.
1: It, you it's you just going to be
2: him driving around Marvel's New York.
1: Yeah, picking up the occasional superhero. Uh-huh. It's like, what was that show called? Taxi Cab Confessions? There you, <laughs> there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one thing I I would I'll I'll present here as a question about it is um, up until recently, Moon Knight has been presented with multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, even the most recent run on him definitely like when he appeared in Avengers, uh, I want to say like four to six months ago, he. he Definitely kind of struggles with mental illness still a little bit. Yep. How do you do you think Disney and the Marvel Studios tackles this in a tasteful way? Or are they going to jettison that part of it altogether? You can't like this is really one of those things that like I don't see them doing bad on just mm-hmm. due to the amount of shit you would get in this day of age well I'll, I,
2: go ahead. ahead. okay i'll go uh i think that the mental illness aspect is a core aspect of moon knight as a character and that you can't do moon knight without touching on mental health and um i mean specifically in moon knight's case it's multiple personality disorder isn't it like he's got
1: which well, I yeah, think, but even that's not like we keep referring to it as that, but that's not even what it's called anymore. Yeah, yeah, but, it's dissociative disorder, so, something like that. Right. You know, please excuse me, but it's it, multiple personality is what we we used to call it back in the day.
2: I I think that that's probably one of the reasons Oscar Isaac signed on because it's a it's a character with some with some issues. You know, he's not he's not yeah. Captain America, right? He's not He's not even Hulk. We know his issue is anger, right? This is a guy with some serious mental mental health issues, and uh, I hope that, that I hope that's a core concept in in Moon Knight because uh, I think it would be an interesting new perspective on a superhero uh, series.
0: Now, my only real exposure to the character is when he's appeared in uh, episodes of the cartoons, and you do have him. Appear to talk to himself, mm-hmm. but, I guess, but he's a, but he says he's talking to the to the moon gods. Yeah, the moon god who he gets yeah. his power and direction from.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: so I could see them going that route, like with just that, and making it. They say, "Well, is this person you know? Does he is he talking to someone, or is he just hearing voices in his head?" And having that maybe hang around with either we know that he is hearing something or the like, you know or not maybe we don't mm-hmm. even know. It,
1: it's it's an in, it's going to be interesting to see how they they deal with it. Yeah. Like it, it, it's one of those, and that's why I said like I I really honestly see Disney either doing a good job with it or just avoiding it altogether for fear of the backlash that can ensue yeah. with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. The the other thing I uh, was thinking is is this going to be another doorway into the supernatural side of the Marvel universe,
2: or will it just be all in his head?
1: Mm, could be.
2: Yeah, I think I think it's uh, I think it's a really interesting thing. So well. Uh- We'll just have to wait and find out. We don't know when Moon Knight's being released, right? That's a no. like a mid to late 2022 series, I think.
1: I, I'm not even sure if it's started filming yet. I think like, they we've may, seen the lead up to it, but I'm not yeah. sure if it's actually started filming.
0: If they haven't, then I think they may
2: be getting close. Yeah. Because so we know Loki Loki comes next within the next couple of weeks. And then the next live action series is Ms Marvel, which we know is already been filming, mm-hmm. uh, and then comes Hawkeye, which is also already f- filming. Been filming.
0: Do we know that's the order?
2: Yes. Yes. Because they both sure.
0: finished filming around the same time. So
2: I'm pretty sure that's what all the p- official things have said that it okay. goes that, that it goes Loki, What If, Ms Marvel, Hawkeye. Okay. And that takes us up through to Christmas, I think. I think.
1: Yeah. Plus you. Well, there's also a Star Wars show in there too, right? That they seem to be buffering around. Like yeah, Ma- Mandalorian will be in there at some point, and they're not going to. I, they're I not going to split the audience next with,
2: year. I, I I just read something that said Mandalorian won't be back till next year.
1: Oh, yeah, of, we'll, be get, we'll be getting the Boba Fett one. Oh, right, right. There's mm. that too. Again, I don't. I don't see Disney wanting to split the audience, and especially if they can time it so that it keeps you in their ecosystem beyond free trials.
2: Well, with the Marvel shows moving to Wednesdays, oh, like if, true. If, if Marvel Day is Wednesday, just like New Comic Book Day, right? Marvel's Marvel Marvel on Wednesdays and Star Wars on Fridays. What days are movies released? Fridays. I, I, I can see them doing a Star Wars and a Marvel show at the same time. In fact, I think they're going to have to. With the number of shows that they've announced, there's no way that eventually then for sure, yeah, which is what I've been wanting from
0: Disney Plus from the beginning, right? And I think it's
2: going to happen by this Christmas.
0: Yeah, well, it's the start.
2: Yeah, yay! (laughs) But having said all that, you know, when it comes to Star Wars, did you hear that they've canceled, quietly canceled, um, Rangers of the, was it Republic,
1: Rangers of the New Republic? Or it's currently not being worked on. Yeah, uh, I
2: heard they've just canceled the whole thing because because yeah, they were yeah except base they don't the whole use thing those words. That's what Gina, it means, right? right. Yeah, because all like, things based around Gina can't something right? that never started. Yeah, yeah. The whole series was based around Gina Carano, and they just like, yeah, that's that's a problem. We can't rework this, and
1: or at least it's going to take a lot of reworking. And there, it's not worth them focusing on right now. Like that's it. Like, keep in mind. Like the remember all those Star Wars movies that they announced that they started canceling off one by one, like the Yoda movie and the Boba Fett movie and stuff like that. Like, I don't remember a
3: Yoda movie.
1: No, it it was in there at one point.
2: But they had said that all of those shows were going to cross over at some point, didn't they? That that uh, Boba Fett and Mandalorian and New Republic Rangers of the New Republic were all going to like. Be heading towards the same sort of story point, so I wonder if they've uh, had to reschedule they, and rewrite their whole. I don't
1: recall hearing that at all. To be honest with you, I, th- I thought I had heard that. Eh, I think that was fan speculation.
0: I don't. I don't think it was anything official said either.
1: Uh, it, it could very well be the Marvel effect of yeah. we all just, just assume so, that's the plan. I just <laughs> think this doesn't mean that.
2: Paul Hyun Kim is out of the job, and I want to see him back in the Star Wars universe.
1: Oh, I I have a feeling that especially now that Kim's convenience is wrapping up, <laughs> I can see have him being roped into something. I I don't know if he would <coughs> be star, although in some ways that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Like he he's like uh, like a Murtaugh. From Lethal Weapon, yeah. like he's he's the old rebellion fighter pilot that's too old for this shit. <laughs> That'd be fun, and like and put like Lethal Weapon in space. There we go. Disney, hire me. I just figured out your problem. You and have partner, him as partner, and you have a a another. His partner, his yeah. partner is
2: Poe Dameron's mother.
1: Uh, no, no, she'd be a little bit too old. Your yeah, character's
0: I, I, already established in the comics and stuff. Yeah, as much yeah, as they I,
1: like to rewrite that stuff.
2: But. I haven't uh, read the comics.
1: Like, oh, oh, hear me out. Uh, So, although maybe you get into too much, like, almost like Kim's Convenience. Have him, and you bring in Aquafina as a female X-Wing fighter pilot who just got in on the tail end of the, the Rebellion. Like she hit like eighteen, like their drafting age, right as like the Death Star blew up, so she signed up and had nothing to do. So that
2: so that Aquafina can can star in in Disney properties with two stars of King's Convenience is that what we're because <laughs> she's one of the leads in um, Shang Chi,
1: yeah, and eventually you have a big crossover. No, I was just trying to think of like a female lead that you could play off of him on, and I think she would be good, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we got some more star, uh, Spider-Man rumors. So this mm-hmm. latest one has it that William Defoe will be in Spider-Man No Way Home as the Green
3: Goblin, oh. and that he is the main villain. Oh, he was always such a good Green Goblin. He's got the good, the right face for it. As long as they don't
0: put him behind that Power Ranger mask again.
3: Yeah.
1: I th- I don't think they would at this point. Now,
0: if they have him on again as a goblin, he'll, he'll have a different costume. It won't be that same costume for sure.
1: Now, imagine—is he the same Green Goblin from the Tobey Maguire films, or is he a different Green Goblin?
0: Well, the one article I read made it seem like he was the, the Green Goblin from the Tobey movies. Okay, even though we saw him die, but time and why me multiverse? Who knows?
1: Yeah, uh, the, the they have so many loopholes to that at this moment. Yeah,
0: and that it's also Sony's way of setting up their future uh, Sinister Six movie.
1: No, yeah, because mm. they kind of killed off their Green Goblin, didn't they? No, there like,
0: hasn't been before. a Green Goblin yet.
1: Well, no, okay, so not from, uh, like from the the second set, not Toby the McGuire's Garfield. Yet. Yeah. I guess they killed a- off the green goblins in both of them now that I think of it. Was
2: there a green goblin in
0: that one? Who played the yeah. green goblin? Um, Harry in, the, in that second one shows
2: up because that's how they, they kill off Gwen, right? Yeah. I've I- never seen Amazing Spider Man 2. Oh, yes, you okay. did. It was
1: called Batman Returns.
2: <laughs> I'm I
1: never going to stop saying that joke. <laughs> uh, but, interesting. Uh, the more I hear about this movie, the more like it's one of those things that even if it turns out to be like a crap film, it's going to be such an interesting mess. Like I'm hoping for the best. Don't get me wrong. I hope this is a great movie. Like, and because I love Spider-Man and especially the, the latest two Spider-Man movies have like, it's really hit my Spider-Man spots. But if it didn't work out, like it's going to be such a mess that we will be analyzing for like years yeah. like how did this
0: all go wrong well we're just seven months away from uh its release so we should you i was i would assume june by by at least july we should have a, t- a trailer mm-hmm. maybe we get it with uh black widow
1: maybe or what's the next big sony release
0: i have no idea yeah
1: me mm-hmm. neither Sony okay. still
2: makes movies? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man When's Venom, when's Venom oh, come out? Oh, when's
1: Venom come out?
2: Oh, Venom comes out in a couple of months, doesn't it? It doesn't come out in yeah.
1: June. Venom or, or Mobius. Uh, Morbius is coming out before Venom. Which, uh, Mobius got, didn't Mobius get bumped? Isn't it not coming no out until like, next year? Maybe.
0: I think, I, th- I want to say Venom is in like July or August. Hmm much as we just got that trailer the other day yeah um and then yeah I think Morbius got bumped to next year I know we've talked about it but we can't keep track anymore
1: no I it's I know it's sort of our job in some ways but it's it it, it the way things are going it's really hard to just sort of keep track of when everything's coming <laughs> out when it's not. Oh, wow. yeah
2: yeah
0: and so sticking in the Sony ver- uh, movie, uh, Sony's Marvel character universe, whatever the hell they're calling it. Um, apparently, we've got a Craven the Hunter signed on for the Craven the Hunter movie.
2: Oh, I
3: oh, heard about yes. this. Yeah. Um, and he's a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, he uh, stays a lo- a lot alive longer in this Marvel movie than the <laughs> last Marvel movie he was in. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson has signed on to be Craven. He was Quicksilver in Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, he, he was kick-ass.
3: He has a good look for for Craven uh, the Hunter. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he, yeah, it, it can work. Now, well, most of my Craven the Hunter experiences from the Squirrel Girl comics, where they become BFFs.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think he can he can be muscular enough. Like he had some muscles on for Godzilla, so. You know, I think he can work out enough and get himself bulked up enough to kind of, you know, and, and throw on an accent that hopefully sounds a bit better than his, uh, what, what, Sokovian accent. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're not going to get my choice, so he's not a bad runner-up.
0: <laughs> Who was your
1: choice? Uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah, he would have
3: been good, too.
1: He would have been great. And it would have been, been a little different for him, too, but... Um, oh, to to update uh, the So far what it looks like is Venom in June And then really? wow. Venom in June Spider-Man December And then Morbius in January Is how it currently stands
2: The other big Sony movie that we're missing Comes out in November And it's Ghostbusters
0: Well, oh, I keep forgetting that's a Sony movie Yeah
3: <laughs> I keep forgetting that movie hasn't come out yet
2: yeah.
0: Um, is so, that November? Or, I thought it was
2: October. Shit. Uh, according to Google, it is November 11th.
1: Yeah. So I'm guessing the I'm guessing Venom. Venom's June. Yeah. So yeah. I could I could definitely see that as the. Uh, yep, I can see that would be one trailer first, if possible.
2: Uh, the Uncharted yeah, it's, movie it's, comes out after Spider Man, or else I would have said that would have been a good one. Yeah, I think
0: they're still filming that right now because they've been yeah. uh, there's been more photos of the two of them on you know in costume, showing up.
3: Kind of uh, want to see that movie even though I have no idea what it's about because I don't know anything about Uncharted. Yeah.
2: it's a Indiana Jones type adventure kind of a thing, isn't it? I don't know the game at yeah. all.
3: Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, hey, next Good
0: for me. In, okay, we're almost done with uh with, 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 with the Disney side of things uh so JJ Abrams this week had uh with uh, did an interview oh, and right, right. he admitted that uh yeah the uh the the, the, the the new Star Wars trilogy needed a better plan
3: mm. yo no kidding
2: you
0: think
3: and yeah. by a better plan you mean any kind of plan at all exactly so Ugh.
2: yeah
0: it dude.
3: sounds
2: like the original plan was for each film to have a different director and for the for the for like Abrams to just leave some plot threads hanging for Ryan Johnson to pick up, and then for Johnson to leave some plot threads hanging for whoever was supposed to direct number three, instead of having them all sit down together and create a plot, yeah, and yeah or have one central done. person controlling everything. Because yeah. what makes the Marvel movies work? Planning. Kevin
3: yeah. Feige. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the biggest problem with. Uh... With the, the Star Wars trilogy is that it's like, yes, they did leave things for people to pick up. But then the next person was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. And ignored it completely or yeah, changed exactly. it. And it just made the whole thing messy. Oh, so disappointing. Yeah. I mean, still like them, but
2: they're I not think as good my, as they could be. And I think my favorite of the new trilogy is The Last Jedi, the second one. Right. That's the second yeah. I I think that movie is I think that movie is looked down upon by a lot of so called fans, but I think I think he took that franchise in a lot of interesting ways and I wish we could have seen where where it it should have gone instead of instead of Abrams retconning half the things that happened in it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and the and you know, they that third one was like sort of a mess due to uh, like unforeseen circumstances on a whole, right? Uh-huh. Like it, Abrams was never supposed to do that third one. It was supposed to be uh, the dude who did the the Jurassic World movie. Yes, and he ended up dropping Trouble. out of it due due to creative differences. Yeah, probably because he had an idea of what they were going to do, and then like picking up from Ryan Johnson's. And then that got scrapped and he didn't want to stick around for, which uh, you can kind of see, right? Like it's,
2: And when when you think about it too, the first two trilogies, there were three years between each film and with the new trilogy, there was only two. So they, they were on a, a tighter time crunch and, uh, you know, I think things just, I think they just tried to push things out too, too fast.
1: Yeah. And, and the, the other thing is, is, I have said this time and again is there's also that like fake idea that George Lucas had his trilogy planned out from the beginning, yeah. which is bullshit.
3: Yeah. Cause there's <laughs> inconsistencies in that one too.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. The, not only that is like, it was, you go back and read his original drafts. The, there's stuff in there that was never used and never done. And the, like, you know, it's what made those movies great was, I will forever say George Lucas is an incredible world builder. Yeah. As the actual screenwriter, eh, he he's okay. He's not amazing. He's all right. Mm-hmm. And, but to his credit, in that original series, he knew he had to do other things. So he brought in Irving Kirshner, who was a great director to do Empire. Yeah. And uh, Lawrence Kasdan to write that and help co-write Jedi. And Lawrence Kasdan is a fantastic film writer. You know he's really good. You look at it; he's got a couple of misses, but his hits are more often than misses. And that's I think maybe they thought they could do something similar, but I I just think everybody was expecting it to be so cohesive and so one minded that it it really threw things for a loop, which is why I think. Uh, i'm not sure if this is in ryan's news pack but dave filoni has been announced as basically kind of the showrunner for star wars now
2: yeah i was going to mention that too
1: which is the a good Force. idea they should have one guy who says yes and no and have a team build around him
2: yeah,
1: yeah exactly so what's,
0: what's the official title now it's like something
2: creative director creative director i think it? yeah is it creative director for television
1: because uh, right no, now it seems so, like, the like Star of,
2: Wars I think because right now it just seems like the future of Star Wars is on television not not because we don't even I'm sure there are Star Wars films with dates announced but I couldn't tell you what the next Star Wars film is going to be but we know about how many TV series that are coming to Disney plus so yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yep Okay, so we will step away from Disney. Uh, wait, I oh. I have some news too that's also Disney. Do you want me? Do you want to stick it in here? Or do you want to wait for my news to the end? No, go for it. Okay, well let's talk about a good thing that's coming this week to Disneyland in California on Friday, June the fourth. Avengers Campus opens. Ooh. What is the Avengers Campus? It is a new land at Disney's California Adventure that will. And that will, it's going to encompass a ride that's already there. There's already a Guardians of the Galaxy drop tower ride there. It will be folded into uh, Avengers Campus, where the new ride, Web Slingers, a Spider Man Adventure, will be opening on uh, Friday. There's also an Avengers headquarters. Avengers headquarters, which is basically a meet and greet attraction where you can meet Captain America and Black Widow, Black Panther, all those people. The other character meet and greet that has been built is called the Sanctum and it is Dr. Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. Um The other cool thing that has been that they've been talking about a lot lately the menus have been released for the restaurants that are in this land. Uh, My favorite is the Pim test kitchen, where all the food is either really huge or tiny. (gasps) Uh, Yeah, so like there is a pretzel that weighs half a kilogram. Uh, it is uh, designed f- to be shared by about four people. There, the most one of the most expensive food items on any menu will be here, and it's really just a giant Italian sandwich uh, because it feeds eight people.
0: That's so, the one I was going to say. It's as like my favorite one.
2: Yeah, uh, there's also a shawarma place. The sh- apparently, the <laughs> shawarma restaurant from the end of Avengers has opened a, a second branch on the West Coast, so you can go and get your shawarma. Um, They have a chicken sandwich at the Pimp Test Kitchen where the piece of chicken is like four times the size of the tiny little bun that it comes on. (laughs) So cute things like that. There is a bit of controversy with one thing in the land. So the Spider-Man ride is a shooting dark ride, uh, much like Buzz Lightyear Or Wonder Mountain Guardian at Canada's Wonderland. So the Spider-Man ride, though, doesn't use a gun. You just sort of flick your arms, you know, uh, Spider-Man style and and such and uh, score points. Now, here's the thing. There is a gift shop attached to the attraction. Of course there is. Yeah. And one of the things that the gift shop will be selling are a pair of wrist bracers that will up your score in the ride. Oh. so if you want to have the high score for the day do you spend 60 to 65 dollars to buy this pair of electronic um, score enhancers it just seems a little janky to me you know
3: well uh, they spend money on what they want to spend money on i, I don't think it's a good idea either but does
0: it does it interact with the uh, the spider bots that are also sold uh,
2: in the land? I'm or? not sure. The spider bots are their attempt to replicate like the lightsaber, lightsaber stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, with Star Wars Land uh, where it's a customizable spider robot. They've actually been selling those for quite a while Mm -hmm. already because this land was supposed to open last summer, so a lot of the stuff has been ready already for for months. Uh, And so they were selling the spider bots, and these wrist braces apparently were supposed to be like a phase two um, uh, kind of a thing, but they're going to be selling them with the opening of the land And in the Disney fan community, there's been, not outrage, but a little, like, is Disney starting to, like, upcharge for things? Eh, I don't care what my score is on the Spider-Man ride. As long as the ride is fun, it doesn't matter what my score is. But in the end, the scores don't matter, right? It's not like you win something. Right. I think the thing that they're trying to replicate with those are the Harry Potter ones that universal sells in their wizarding worlds, which are really cool. And like you pay 50 bucks for a stick, but you get to do cool magic stuff Mm -hmm. in the land. But the thing with this thing is it only works in the attraction. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing you can do with it outside the ride. So why do I want
1: it? Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. Unless it looks cool. Yeah, it looks just like the
0: web shooter that you know Peter wears under his gloves. That like you know, then a maybe. I think it looks
2: more like an Iron Man gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're also apparently going to have. There's going to be like um, villain attacks on Avengers headquarters throughout the day, so there'll be like stunt shows happening around you. Um, I don't know
0: are they going to have that animatronic Spider-Man dummy that's supposed to be like sw- I was just over about overhead? to say that I okay.
2: don't know if that Spider-Man um, that Spider-Man stunt robot is going to be um, if they're yep. if they're going to declare it safe enough to have it swing over the heads of people <laughs> milling about down below <laughs> uh, but uh, now apparently there is a phase 2 attraction that is like um, a Quinjet simulator ride over Wakanda uh but because of pandemics, and uh, we, don't, we don't know what the timeline is for this uh, uh, other attraction. But there is space for this um, Quinjet simulator ride. Uh, I, we'll probably wait to see how big a hit Black Panther 2 is. Which I'm sure will be a massive, massive hit. Oh,
0: well, you know what? It's a good thing you brought that up. Because that reminds me, I skipped over a thing uh, in my news blog. Well, that's my Disneyland. Black reports
2: so go ahead. Let's go back to Black Panther.
0: Uh, so there's reports coming out that uh, I'm going to butcher her name, uh, Denai Guerrera. Gur- Denai Guerrera. Yeah. Uh, well, well, she'll be staying in Wakanda for a while. Uh, apparently, she has signed on to play her, to play Okoye uh, Ak- in both the Disney. Uh, there's apparently this reported Disney Plus Black Panther spinoff. Yep. That we're going to be getting that I don't think has officially been announced yet, uh, as well as in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. All right, so now moving on. Uh, so Amazon just purchased MGM, MGM Studios, for the uh, paltry sum of $8.45 billion.
1: you think of what Disney yes. paid for
2: Fox, that is a paltry sum.
1: <laughs> yeah, but MGM doesn't have as much stuff to it.
2: No, that's true
1: especially since like it was one of those things like oh they, they've they got all this stuff and like oh wait MGM actually sold off a great amount of their film library like years ago like the first time they were kind of going bankrupt right now it does include a couple choice gems like uh James Bond yep well RoboCop. part part of the the rights to Bond well yeah they yeah, don't have the full rights well, nobody will ever have the full of rights as long as the Broccoli family exists. So. Right.
2: <laughs> well, I but, think the uh, Broccoli family is uh is good for the they're like the Kevin Feige's of James Bond, right? Yeah, they,
1: they, they kind of sort of they well, they pick a direction, run it into the ground, and then uh then they go somewhere the, else. We, we, we. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Like all film companies, really. Yep.
0: I was going to say, do, <laughs> uh, does MGM still have the rights to Stargate? Yeah, maybe maybe uh-huh. we'll just maybe I'm we'll get some sure. some new good Stargate out of this. You know, Amazon does do sci-fi decently. Yes, they
1: do. Um, MGM, according to uh, GateWorld.net, your complete guard, guide to Stargate. Yep. Um, according to them. Uh, MGM does still own the, the rights to Stargate.
2: Yeah.
0: There you go. I
1: believe. So, yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: another new trailer. Did you see the other one I posted? Uh, starring Karen Gillen.
3: That Gun I powder. did see.
0: Well, how did you see that one and not the other one? Damn it, because I posted them around the same time. <laughs> I don't know. Okay.
3: Gunpowder uh, Milkshake. Gunpowder
0: Milkshake,
3: which is pretty much. Uh, Female John Wick. Exactly. <laughs> I really want to see this movie. Yeah, it looks fun. <laughs> I'm so happy that Karen Gillian is having like a successful movie career because I loved her so much in Doctor Who. I'm so yeah, glad that she got one of like, her companions. career's taken off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and she's also being smart. She's been directing short films and like in between stuff. So like yeah. she's working on her out of acting career as well.
3: Yeah. You know, it's like watching your friend succeed, even though you've never met her, but you're just like, oh, good for her.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and just from seeing
0: the, the look of the trailer and the tone, you could easily set this movie in the John Wick universe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
3: Crossover.
0: Or even just build, you know, it's just building of that universe <laughs> if it was possible. Because wasn't they were, they were talking of doing a... Like a TV series or something at one point. Yeah, following it, the hotel, it was in
1: the works, but I, I think COVID either yeah. stopped that or at least slowed it down.
0: Uh, do do, 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 do Okay. Oh, some more casting news. Before I get to the other uh, thing, uh, Henry Cavill is confirmed to be joining the reboot of the of Highlander. That which will, make will be me directed watch by Highland. the guy I heard who- that. Yeah. And it's directed by the, the director of, of John Wick, Chad whatever his name is here, because I can't pronounce this one either, sorry. Stahelski. Stahelski, yeah, there you go. But uh we're getting more we're getting new Highlander.
3: Yep. That will he, make me watch Highlander.
1: Yeah. You, you know he's not a bad choice. Oh I, no. I, I like him as the choice. I just don't know if you can recapture the the low-budget lunacy magic that was the original Highlander.
2: Didn't the original Highlander have a Queen soundtrack? Who would you replace uh, replace Queen with?
1: That's, like, weirdly, that's one of the biggest questions. Or do yeah. they steer away from it completely? That In my mind, that's probably your better bet. Oh, yeah, I don't
0: think they'll have a, a Queen soundtrack. They, I don't think they'll have a... A Scottish Spaniard, (laughs) a
1: Scottish Scottish, Egyptian uh, Spaniard, yeah, a French Scotsman, a Scottish Spaniard by way of Egypt. Oh, sorry. If you listen to the dialogue, the Kurgan was originally from Russia, and he's played by an American.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, the original Highlander is just so wacky. (laughs) It's
1: it's one of those weird like good movies that kind of has no right to be as decent as it is it's
3: and so then bad it, it's good and then it's spun off uh,
2: like a cult tv show that ran for what six years that show
3: well, which is better movies than first, any but... of the
1: films that oh yeah
3: so of. One, one of my friends i studied classical history greek and roman history and one of my friends uh i'm not gonna name names i don't think they listen but i'm not gonna name names uh Told me that the only reason that they went into studying classical history is because of the Highlander show. If they ever got a chance to meet, uh, what was the Greek guy's name? They wanted to be able to talk in an ancient oh. Greek to them.
1: Mythos, Mythos,
3: something like that. I've never seen mythos. the show.
1: No idea. <laughs> I loved the TV show.
3: Oh
0: yeah, I watched
1: the TV, the TV show. show. Was great. Oh yeah. The spin
0: and then there was the TV show, not so much.
2: Yeah, I was going to say there was that a terrible spinoff too, the Raven? Raven. Yeah, it also got a cartoon. It did. There was a Highlander cartoon. It was very the I Very heading.
1: I want to say it was on CBS, and it starred like yet another McCloud, but it was in the future, and Ramirez is his like uh, mentor for some reason. And it, it like it, they they very much kind of avoid the fact that he has to chop off people's heads in order to survive. like That's this was a kid's die. Yeah, well yeah, but that didn't stop him from coming back in the second movie no, where the they movie
3: doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: also a, there was also an anime which is pretty solid too. Wow. Yeah, like it spawned off a lot of things. There was at one point there was a collectible card game for it. It's, the weirdly, the only things that we, for Ryan and I, that we've never really gotten out of it up until recently are Highlander action figures. Mm-hmm. It's and, just such
3: it's such an interesting world and an interesting concept for like a story concept that it doesn't surprise me that it spawned so many things and is continuing to try to be rebooted.
1: Yeah, um, and this is a, this seems to be the first reboot that's going to maybe get a real go.
3: Yeah,
1: there was one a couple of years ago with uh, Ryan Reynolds was attached to it.
3: Eh.
1: Yeah, pre Deadpool, so he was looking for a franchise. Yeah. So.
3: But I think Henry Cavill is a really good choice. He's another actor that I saw first in The Tudors, and then he became a successful movie star. And I'm just like, good for him.
1: <laughs> and he's a big old nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Will he be playing a Warcraft Spanish Warhammer. character? Warhammer.
2: <laughs> will, will he be playing a Spanish character like um, Sean Connery did?
1: <laughs> well, I assume he's going to be McLeod. Although he would make a good Kurgan too.
2: Mm.
0: I don't know. Um. Okay. So now we're getting to the big split, uh, split slash merger news. Uh, AT&T is looking to uh, drop Warner Brothers and is going to split. Sorry? (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. Well, they're looking to drop it and join it with Discovery into a new brand of uh, another, you know, channel slash studio grouping and uh, divest itself of that thing. And then who knows uh, who they may make it available to. you know, who, what kind of suitors could come out of the woodwork to buy this up? But it's uh, it's interesting. We'll yeah. see what happens there.
1: Uh, DC is also part of that apparently.
0: Like oh, yeah, the, the publishing,
1: the publishing much, arm of Warner's on a whole.
0: Well, it sounds like AT and T under the Warner Brothers, like what they're getting rid of like, everything. Like, you know, they're getting out of the entertainment business. Yeah. So, publishing, film, all that, everything. Like, Rooster Teeth falls under that, in, in that umbrella, and along with, the you know, DC Comics and movies, and mm-hmm. yeah, so all that. Harry, Harry Potter, everything. So, we'll see. see what happens there.
1: FCC mm-hmm. has to approve it, so that's going to be the one of the question marks.
0: Well, don't see if there being a problem with this merger slash, because it's not like it's Disney trying to buy Warner Brothers. Yeah.
1: And, and it's like, uh, basically what from now I could be wrong. What the, the, my understanding of it is this new company gets formed, but AT&T is like one of the major stockholders of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, which seems odd in, in like, I'm sure it makes sense in some sort of business way. Yeah. Like it just sort of, seems well, then that's from why, the outside of it right
0: well then that's why there's the talk that you know there could be suitors like apple or you know probably not so much amazon now but like netflix or someone who could be looking to come along and purchase it uh you know gobble it all up uh and take it under its wing
1: maybe so, which would then
0: make a lot of money for the the the, uh, the at&t stockholders right yeah um, so, here's a, a little tidbit I saw tonight I thought was interesting. So, the D- Discovery Channel, of all places, is looking for applicants to round out a cast of about 10 amateur would be astronauts for its eight episode run, uh, run of a series to air next year, where the winner will receive a seat aboard a SpaceX rocket flight to the International Space Station.
2: Wow.
3: Is it called So You Want to Die in Space?
0: <laughs> no, but I think the tentative one of the titles was uh so you want to uh, like uh who wants to be an astronaut or something like that. So you want to be an astronaut. Or... Uh, apparently the the thought is it'll be on the second SpaceX mission to the space station. Uh no. Cuz you got to make sure it works first the
2: first time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the uh there's no um official signed contracts yet with um SpaceX and the and the the company, I think it's still all in the works. But I, I, you know, as far as rumors or potential shows go, I you like, oh know, my God, that's pretty good.
3: What are they going to do in the International Space Station? It's not like it's a hotel.
0: No, well, they'll send them up there. So the Russian in the old Russian side uh, space station, they used to have people, famous people, go up there every so often. Yeah, didn't you know, one of the their... sync guys go up to space? As you to say, I thought so. Uh, but, but what do they do? Like they pretend a, they, they like they treat it like now. a hotel. <laughs> they they float around. They go, ooh, look, I'm in space. How long uh, do the concierge aliens?
2: gets them room service and uh, you know they they can use the pool.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they make How a few videos. Oh, who knows? Probably like a week tops.
3: Yeah, but still, a week's a long time to spend if you're not a scientist and you're just <laughs> basically floating there.
0: Yeah.
2: Looking at the earth. I
3: don't know. Yeah, to be, just be there for a few days.
0: Earth. Who knows? I don't know.
3: I'm not yeah, making no, I'm the just, show.
0: I'm just reporting on it.
3: I'm this just show curious.
0: It's probably not going to happen. Probably not. Uh, and then, okay, here's my last little. Oh, so, two more things. Two more things. I promise I'm done after this. Uh, reports coming out that Nintendo is ready to bring a new Nintendo Switch Pro to the market this September or October. Uh, It would have a higher price point than the current uh, Nintendo Switch with, I think it's supposed to have a a slightly larger monitor uh, on the main screen. Uh, It's supposed to have like a faster memory, you know, memory chips and all that jazz. So for all you super gamers that are holding out and waiting for that Nintendo Pro, well, here it comes. And then my last little bit.
3: I can't even afford a regular Nintendo Switch. I've been waiting for somebody to sell it for me cheap to be cheap.
0: Maybe the maybe the price on the normal ones will go down a little bit if the pro comes out. Maybe I doubt but it because I've been tend- trying
3: to I've been trying to buy a PS4 and I can't find a cheap one of those. <laughs> <No. sighs>
0: oh. And anyway. my last little bit of news: we have a fancy, special new 4K movie coming out. It is the 35th anniversary edition of Transformers: The Movie. Ooh, they've been doing pre-orders for it, and it is currently topping the Amazon charts for movies. That's how popular and nostalgic everybody wants, you know, just that great old animated Transformer movie.
3: And are you on Amazon right now?
1: Nope, I'm I'm actually (laughs) quite happy with the Blu-ray, so I don't have a 4K TV, so there's no real point in me going up.
0: If you can find the 30th anniversary edition Blu-ray, which is a great set. Yeah. I don't know how much the, of an up-res it'll do even you know, on this 35th anniversary, but the 30th, they cleaned it up. It's beautiful. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on here before. And that's it for me. News is over.
3: Brian out. Ryan out. Mic drop. <laughs> Bonk. So I looked up uh, how long do celebrities stay in space out of curiosity, and apparently, um, this one person stayed up there for twelve days and spent thirty million dollars.
0: That would have been on the Russian space station, I assume.
3: I think so.
1: And was it a it's, Chinese billionaire?
3: No, it's Richard. It's Richard Garriott, gaming titan.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, he, this There's is in two thousand and eight. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's the he's the guy who created Ultima Online. Oh. And his I want to say his dad was an astronaut. There, there's like this interesting documentary about the him going to the space station and stuff like it's it, it because it he originally wanted to be an astronaut and never got to be. Like he wanted to be like his dad and ended up going a different way. And so this was the the way to make up for it, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All righty.
0: Here, Jen's Just for you, Jen. The show is called Who Wants to Be an Astronaut? And uh, it is open to members of the public. There's an online application asking for a one-minute video and answers to a uh, number of questions.
3: I, I have absolutely no desire to go into space.
0: Uh, nope. eight day, and it's, you get to spend eight days aboard the ISS.
3: Mm. i say eight days seems reasonable. I I mean, I get bored if I'm in my house for eight days. <laughs>
1: um. So anyway. the, the one bit of news I'll bring up is uh, we posted it on our Facebook page, but we got uh, more Sandman casting news. Yes. Which is... Uh, good <laughs> since that show is uh is i believe it started filming um the the interesting standouts it's a lot of newer actors um the interesting standouts is uh mason alexander park is desire I, they are a non-binary actor which fits very well with how desire is portrayed in the comic books uh, john d is uh played by david the Thul, Thulus, Thulis? Thulus. Is that how you pronounce it? He was in uh, better known to nerds like us. From uh, he was Lupin in the Harry Potter movies and yeah. Ares in Wonder Woman. Um, the the to me the brilliant point of casting is Stephen Fry as Gilbert, which yes. if you've read Sandman, it is like it's dead on. There's nobody else who should have played that part. And, uh, and to tie into what we're going to talk about the rest of the episode, Patton Oswald as Matthew the Raven.
3: I think that's brilliant mm. casting, too. I think it could be pretty good, yeah. A, and he's a, a big voice. comic
1: book nerd, so he's going to treat it seriously and well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, other than that, there was also a trailer for the new Edgar Wright movie, Last Night in Soho. Which, that looks Weird. Yeah, but it's Edgar Wright and Matt Smith's in it. So I'm there.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I apparently need to. That's that the one that you said I have to watch it because to see if it's too scary.
1: Well, to see if you're interested in it. Yeah. It's Edgar Edgar Wright is one of the like after uh, Baby Driver. uh, Like his movies, I, I liked before that. But Baby Driver was like, oh, okay, he doesn't need Simon Pegg to be involved. For it to be a good movie like he he can stand on his own two feet and (laughs) with that and uh, his documentary on uh, the band Sparks looks really, really fascinating, too, so. So speaking of Patton Oswalt, we have seen the first two episodes of Modoc, which is available mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, via Star, or you can watch it on Hulu if you have access to Hulu. You could probably watch all of it by now. Um, so uh, I, it's it's weird in the way that like the first episode was more or less what I was expecting right from the get go, right. Because it's like, it's robot chicken, essentially. Yeah. Like a a little bit more story-centered, but it's done, it's in part done by the robot chicken people and Patton Oswalt's involved beyond being the voice. He's also an executive producer on the show. And it was like comedic superhero stuff with MODOK screwing around and everything, and we find out MODOK has a family. (laughs) Um, But the second episode... Where he go? Where he goes back in time? I'm a little surprised at like how much heart was in it. If Ugh. that makes any sense, I was a
0: little surprised at how much uh, paid for Third Eye Blind, uh, Third Eye Blind music
3: was in it. <laughs> I said, well, they probably weren't that expensive. Oh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like Third Eye Blind. I was singing along to a lot yeah. of this episode. <laughs>
1: Um, but so far, I, I I like it. Like I'm 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 in. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go around the table. Let's start with uh, Kevin. What did you think?
2: It's uh, it's an interesting show. I like it. It's not the show I thought it was going to be. Um, uh, we did have an appearance of John Ham's Iron Man in the first episode, but there were no superheroes in episode two. Um, mm. I I think it's interesting that it's sort of an anti corporate. It's got an, this anti corporate message going through it, and that the show is actually sort of a rumination on divorce and what it does to families. I didn't expect that from a show about Modoc. Uh, yeah. but, yeah. but really, at its heart, it's a show about a family that's being torn apart because dad's job gets in the way of his relationship with his wife and kids which is a surprising a surprising turn from a show about modoc uh, but i like it and i can't wait to see where it goes from here it's got a great voice cast
1: jen what did you think
3: well okay so i don't really know much about modoc outside of his appearances in the various superhero cartoons I've seen my favorite being from uh superhero squad (laughs) so but as soon as I saw the style and I was like oh it's gonna I like robot chicken but robot chicken is something I can watch in like small batches because it gets a little bit too disgusting um and I was a little worried they were gonna go that direction with it where it was just gonna be sex jokes and gore and, and violence and I was gonna be like ugh but I'm really happy that it's not that way, that it's really it's still very funny. I like the animation. And I like Kevin was saying, I love that it's a story about M.O.D.O.K.'s family. I love that there's one child that's a human and one child that's another M.O.D.O.K., for lack it's a of giant a giant head, yeah. Term. Yeah, Melissa. Yes. Um and especially this last episode. I, I I really like that you like what Kevin was saying, that it's a story of, of a supervillain, yes, but You know, it's a supervillain whose life got steered off the track he thought it was going to take because of family and love and children. Um, And I really, I really, really love that at the end of this episode, I looked at Bridget and I'm like, is the big bad for this series (laughs) Modok? Is Modok both the hero and the villain, but it's young Modok is the villain and adult Modok is the hero? Because I love that twist if that's what it is. So yeah, I'm really interested in seeing where it goes. Right. What's, what, what's the name
0: of the corporate guy again? Chad uh, or he's not a Chad, is he? No, uh, he's not a Chad. Starts
3: no.
2: with an A. Andy? No.
0: Ethan? No. Um, Ash. I
3: know.
0: I I I love that character. I think he's great. When Modoc's hacking, he's like, Oh, what's going on? He's like, Oh, we've instituted a one minute lockout the last minute of the of every hour. And it
2: is um Austin, Austin Vandersleet.
0: Austin, a- that's
3: I it. I think it started with a na. Yes.
0: <laughs> and when you say, Um, what was your childhood home's address? was it was your bedroom on a, the ground floor? do you have any uh, are you definitely allergic to anything he's like, Oh, he tells him all his information. He's like, oh, we're like, wait, wait to try to we're going to bond, bro. And say, like, oh, Jesus. He's, like, he's going to try and go back in time and kill him with strawberries.
3: Yeah. I love how he's like, that kid did not wake up through any of this.
0: <laughs> um, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I like how, uh, how it started with the big battle. And he thinks he's going to try to win. And I don't know. They get defeated, but he gets away with Iron Man's boot, and so that becomes a win, because he's like, I got Iron Man's boot! Yeah! And he's like, wants to sleep in the bed with the Iron, Man, Iron Man's boot, and... Yeah. And in the end, it ends up causing him to go bankrupt, and cost him, cost, costing him his, his family, so... But he got Iron Man's boot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I like that the, the character with only one arm is like a recurring character. <laughs> Gary's my favorite arm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Gary Geraldson, that's him.
3: Gary Geraldson.
2: <laughs> yes. According to the Wikipedia description, his he is Modoc's one armed loyal henchman who is constantly optimistic. He is gay and he has a husband named Big Mike, who is a trucker. <laughs> <sighs>
3: that's awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: And I, I liked the origin of the, the reason why Monica is so mad at Modoc. Yeah. <laughs> she ruined her science
3: fair experiment.
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was great. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. It's a fun show. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that's not one of the ones that got forsaken when Disney bought Fox. 'Cause there was a good chance that it was going to be, right? Like
2: well we, we saw them wasn't it pardon? announced alongside shows like Howard the Duck and something else yeah. from Marvel, Marvel Television. And then Marvel Television sort of quietly went a well, not so quietly, it went away to be replaced by Marvel Productions television.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, there's the other shows that got like only one or two uh one or two seasons and that that's it. But this one, this one might be the the one that survives. We'll, we'll see. It at least got a full season, so yeah. Well, I can um, see it
0: being around for a couple more because it's you know it's more of it's it's an animated thing. Clearly, it's not connected to the MCU. It's right, just <laughs> little fun, yeah, know, jokey show.
2: There were five shows that were announced at the same time as Modok. It was Modok, Hit Tigra, and Dazzler, and Howard the Duck.
1: So yeah, I guess that's and, 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 and I then I no. howard to the, the duck point. is definitely done like yeah. it's it's not going forward
2: and i don't think hit monkey is either
1: i would assume not like we like i i don't think other i remember hearing a little bit about howard the duck because kevin smith was involved with that one right i think so yeah sounds and, right but like so there was that, but the the other two, I don't think anything beyond their announcement was ever said. Like I, I, I'm sure they were worked on, but it really didn't get far. I'm uh, I I just noticed though going through like the the casting on Modoc, I'm looking forward to uh, Nathan Fillion finally getting his day as Wonder Man. Yes, <laughs> yay! So. Apparently, Whoopi Goldberg does a voice in one of the episodes.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, and and Alan Tudyk Alan Tudyk's Arcade Oh, I mean, that That's perfect. Really, really important the Other episodes
3: and I only know game. about Arcade from How do I know about Arcade?
2: He fought the X-Men a lot Was he in
1: Squirrel Girl? That was going to be my question
3: No, I got it confused I thought it was the guy who, who fought that girl But I'm like, nope, that's the wrong universe Yeah, yeah. And now I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing him. Never mind. <laughs> That's
2: okay. I'm glad that we're getting it weekly. I don't. I don't like a binge. I don't. I don't want to feel pressured to have to watch ten episodes of anything at a time. So I don't mind a. We're gonna drop three and then go weekly, like um, Yeah, Convincible like did. Or we're gonna start with a ninety-minute pilot and then drop another episode later this week, like Bad Batch did. But uh, but when they drop all ten at once, it just feels overwhelming to me, and it makes
1: me feel yeah. like I don't want to watch it. I, I don't I don't mind it. It just it it does. I get what you're saying though that sometimes you feel like you have to watch the entire thing in one day, right? And like <laughs> I, I do, kind of like at least I would like this sort of sort of being spaced out a little bit, especially yeah. for for people like us who have completely gotten rid of cable it's nice to be able to do that again in yeah. some ways like we we have destination viewing again which we haven't had in like a couple of years like up right. until the mandalorian really yeah
3: yeah but the, the reason i think that a lot of people especially us who do podcasts about it feel pressured to watch the whole thing is because people do that and then there's spoilers everywhere and yeah. you know I don't like spoilers. I like to be able to enjoy the show and the twi- and take the twists and turns and not know what's coming and then be hopefully pleasantly surprised at the end. But so many people now with the internet, just, you know, I sound like an old person griping about the internet. They just, you know, automatically put the entire show on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: well, it's also, I'll be the know. descending voice here. I don't mind a good binge. Like, When it comes time for a new uh, uh, Stranger Things to show up, yeah, give me it all. I'll sit here and hide in my place all weekend long and just binge my way through that series or season for sure. Make a pizza, (laughs) fall asleep on the couch. It'll be great.
3: Miss a couple episodes.
1: Wake up and (laughs) watch it again. (laughs) For for me, like, I think... Ideally at this point I wouldn't mind it if there was like uh, Like Kind of a halfway point sometimes Like Release the first six episodes And then give me a Mm. week Or two and release the the next six
3: I like Binging shows like Nailed It Where there's no plot Yeah, You just You know it's just a fun show with no plot No continuity you don't have to worry about characters or anything It's just fun Exactly I can sit. I can watch the whole season of Nailed It in one go, and I have, and it's great. But yeah, shows that you need to actually pay attention to the plot. Sometimes I need a couple days for it to sink into my head before the next one starts. Otherwise, I get confused. I think <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm turning into my mom. <laughs>
2: I understand.
1: So I uh, make fun yeah, you. Uh, we we all like Modoc. If you that's your kind of thing, you should probably check it out. Uh, what are we at here? So, um, quickly, uh, Bad Batch. Everybody still liking the show?
3: Yep. Yeah, I like so what it's horrible, I see.
1: Horrible. It should be canceled.
3: <laughs> um, Ryan's off the podcast. It doesn't. It doesn't feel
2: as. <clears throat> it doesn't feel as important to me as like Mandalorian did. It doesn't feel like something I I have to watch. Uh, first thing when I get up in the morning on a Friday, but I like it. Um, I'm going to stick with it. I mean, I stuck through, um, Star Wars resistance. So if I can stick through that, I can stick through this, which is a much higher quality. So, uh, yeah, I also
1: think the payoff here is going to be worth it.
2: Yeah, it feels like we're we're in build up mode right now. We're, yeah. we're, gonna, we're rebuilding a universe, and I like that we're seeing a corner of the Star Wars universe that we haven't seen before, which is that how did the Empire take yeah. over?
0: So Early quickly. days of establishing yeah. the Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, and, I find- and, and I was going to say it's establishing the Empire not from the Senate and the political side of things; it's establishment of the Empire from. The point of view of the people who live on the planets that the Empire now controls. Yes. So it's much more in in the weeds type of thing instead of like a really high level type of thing, which I think is really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we got Rhea fucking Pearlman this episode.
2: Oh, I haven't watched (laughs) this episode yet.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, it was funny. We were watching it and I'm like, that person's doing like a really good impression of Carla from Cheers and as it turns out it was Carla from Cheers <laughs>
3: awesome. so yes they did do a she did do a very good impression a very of good herself.
1: impression of herself awesome but um yeah um, it's it's turning out pretty good so far like it's, it's definitely a slower burn than we've seen from the Star Wars cartoons in the last little bit but well
2: you know it, it also has seven years of Clone Wars to draw from too so mm-hmm. as someone who hasn't watched that I don't feel lost like there was enough setup in that 90 minute first episode that that I get who these guys are why they're together um, I like that one of them is against them I think that was a nice twist that it wasn't five guys who are all uh, on the same wavelength but it's uh, I think that's pretty cool. I'm flabbergasted that one guy voices all five of the main characters. I think that's, that's
1: got to make for an interesting voice casting session. Yeah. Like, like or voice uh, voicing session, because I, I'm sure he doesn't do them all at the same time or like, uh, there's probably instances of it, but like it, it, they're tracking each voice separately, probably. Yeah. And that's got like, the, it's really impressive
2: yeah um I'm intrigued by the mystery of who is Omega mm-hmm. uh, I think that's interesting and the fact that her name is Omega meaning like when you think of it in in earth terms Omega means the end right so yep. uh is she the last clone maybe that's her specialty like that's why she's so special she's because she's the last clone perhaps I don't know <laughs> I'm reaching. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm in um, I'm in, but not uh, but not like a it's not like a first thing in the morning I have to watch kind of thing. So I will watch tomorrow morning when I lie it so, for for an hour.
3: So this episode, oh, now I'm going to get into spoilers. Uh, sure. This episode gave us a, a, the backstory of a character from the original trilogy trilogy that you never ever expected to get a backstory of. The guy with the ice cream maker?
1: No, No. not quite, but close.
3: The Rancor from Jabba's palace. (laughs) Now,
0: apparently, that's not necessarily true. It isn't the same Rancor from Return of the Jedi.
1: How do you you know know that?
0: Because that's what I read online.
1: (laughs) How do they know that? What's the backing for this? I don't know. Because yeah, that so Rancor is not 30 years oh, come old Come on, right? you've been doing this long enough <laughs> It's not 20, that Rancor
0: is not 20 years old They said it's an adolescent Well, exactly, but the one In, in Jedi is not Yeah,
3: well, yeah, how Jedi far in the future is Jedi 20 years, 20 years after
1: this
0: So? 20, 25 years after this, that's what I'm saying Maybe this Rancor is not that old no, That Rancor isn't that old at
3: the, In that movie How do you know how long it takes a Rancor to age how do you know? Well, I know. And it's the, the only rancor that's associated in the Star Wars universe with Jabba.
0: We're just going with what the article headline said. Uh, I like <laughs> Don't
1: that. go by headlines.
0: No, it's all just about the key. headlines. Just, just the
1: guy just... who used to write clickbait for a living. <laughs> Always read the article.
0: No, never read the article.
3: So, the article until I'm that. proven wrong by something other than a headline... I'm going to assume that the rancor that they rescue in this is the rancor from Jabba's palace. Her name is what was it, Mopsy, Mipsy, Mitsy, something like that. Um, and she's really quite cute. <laughs> and now I'm like, should I feel bad for Luke killing the rancor in in, the last, in Return of the Jedi? Now that I know the backstory of the je- of the rancor.
0: <laughs> Here you go, from. TheAVClub.com First paragraph of the article Before this recap of the Bad Batch begins A moment for clarification Luke does not kill Moochie on Tatooine in Return of the Jedi That's a totally different Rancor
3: And they know that how
0: I don't know, I haven't read the rest of the article yet Jeez, I just told you it's the first paragraph
3: they what was that? support their argument
0: Continue Go ahead I'll read the article while you guys talk
3: You always have to disagree with me Ryan Yep <laughs> That will
0: make you laugh One or the other
3: eh, More and more it's the disagreeing
0: uh, Oh well here we go Because the one that was in Jedi was
1: called Patissa. How do we know that? Yeah That's what it
3: says here how do
0: they? How do they know that? And also that Patissa is male while Moochie is female. A teenage, you know, I don't know. But I'm sure there's a book at some point that had that. If you that, deep dive into Star Wars stuff, that has that, you know, the name of the
1: Rancor, and that's how. Yeah, yeah uh, the to be fair, this I would say you're probably accurate on that. I'm sure the Rancor from Jedi does have a name.
3: But is it a canon name, or was that one of the names that got thrown out when everything got redone?
1: Okay,
0: so well, if they've decided to go back and change it now,
1: well, then that's not fair, and, and they haven't told <laughs> anybody that yet. Jet. Now, here's what I will put in. Does that even make the backstory worse? Because we don't know what happens to Moochie.
3: We know that Jabba's got some kind of weird Rancor breeding program going. So that,
1: that some would some point, Moochie gets replaced.
0: Or Moochie's just not in the palace. Moochie's have off on in the uh, on the farm. The
3: farm <laughs> means that they dead they're dead. Yeah. You know that,
2: right?
3: <laughs> not always. Dogs not if you have, have a
0: breeding program. Fun. You're making it worse. Maybe maybe Moochie shows up in the next season of the of uh Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that would be kind of awesome in in a weird, weird way.
3: Well, Ryan just ruined my whole story about the Bad Batch for this episode, so now I have nothing else to say. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> welcome to another episode of Ryan Ruins Everything. <laughs> That's right. And you love it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, so we will keep uh, keep on that. In the keep meantime... Yeah, well, we are at the end of this episode which means oh. keep it. who wants to go first I'll go first
0: okay I watched Army of the Dead on uh-huh. Netflix last week and it was a fun zombie heist movie uh there's a good twist uh, that I wasn't expecting. Uh, Very much makes me want to see the prequel stuff that they talked about that they've made. Both the prequel heist movie where you get the background of the, uh, I think we're supposed to get more of the background of the locksmith or the, the savecracker. And then there's the animated or anime prequel where we get more of the story of the the zombie outbreak and where it started and being you know in, in its connection to Area 51, uh, both are things that I'm very intre- that I'm very interested in. Uh, and you know the movie set up in a way they could easily do a sequel. Huh. Um, I think if you have Netflix, you should watch it because you know what it's not going to cost you anything other than a couple hours, and uh, it's fun. It's a good movie. Watch it. There you go. Anybody else see it yet?
2: I have not. I barely have time to watch my shows.
1: All right. Who's going next?
2: I can. I also watched a movie this week, but it was the next movie on my nerd list. And that movie was the 1990 classic film starring Kevin Bacon, Michael Gross, and Reba McIntyre, Tremors. Yeah. So good. So good. It is such a fun movie. I had forgotten how fun it is. It's a dumb monster movie. It's totally silly, but it knows it's a dumb monster movie. And I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of that film. It was just really great.
1: I read an interview with uh, Kevin Bacon. It's a recent one where he hopes that somebody else will give him another shot at Tremors the TV series. Because remember they were working on it, and it just—I think it was Sci-Fi yeah. had the rights to it again, and Kevin Bacon was going to be involved, and then it just kind of fell apart. But he, he commented that most of his movies, if not all of them, he doesn't really won't like watch a second time. Tremors is the one that like he will go back to, apparently.
2: Wow. Did you know there are seven Tremors movies?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: that uh, I didn't know there was seven, but I knew it was something like that. Yeah. And that, a TV series. That People was always asking... uh,
1: one of the questions for uh, uh, one of our slow episodes of when I was going to play the game of how many sequels does this movie have? Because <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a surprising large amount of them. It's kind of like the land before time.
2: Somebody asked no. Michael Gross if he would do another Tremors movies, and he said, like, I'm well over 70 now. I'm too old to be playing this character anymore.
1: And he's done like six movies and a TV series of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like he hasn't done this character for a while. Yeah. He yeah. just stopped playing him last week.
0: Yeah. It, it that's, that show that franchise doesn't owe him anything.
2: <laughs> nope. Nope. so yeah tremors and also i started reading um death metal the dc dark Knight death metal the i they call it the anti-crisis in the book i'm on chapter two i think like that's the first one right the first yeah well i went to a reading guide to figure out where i needed to start but it jumps you right into the middle of this story and I'm I, like I feel like I've missed something. Like
0: it's very confusing, the, especially if you're whole, just reading. Like are
2: you just reading the, the 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 main miniseries? Well, I was going to read anything that was tied into it, but this reading order said start with the Death Metal um, Ultimate Edition trade. So I picked it up on Hoopla, and it starts with like Wonder Woman and an emaciated swamp thing, and they seem to be like the only heroes left. And the Batman who laughs has an army of crazy bat people who have taken over the whole world. And I don't know how we got there. And I don't know if it matters. It probably doesn't matter how we got there. The fun will be in figuring out how to get out of it because Diana and Bruce are at odds about how things things are going. But it it feels like like, uh, Wonder Woman is sort of the main character of this story, which is a nice twist from it being Batman or Superman. So... I will I will keep reading it and let you know next episode how I feel about the end of Death Metal.
1: I, I read Metal, and it, it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me.
0: Okay, so this isn't that, that one. Okay, because I was going to say, I, you know, it's been so confusing What when they keep calling them. So I guess, yeah, I guess the one you have, Brent, is just called Metal?
1: Yes, Death Metal is the sequel.
0: Okay. So that's why Kevin is confusing.
2: So I needed to read metal first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And even then, I don't know how connected they are. (laughs) But at the very least, the
2: man who laughs show up first. He shows up in metal. Okay. It just it feels like like. Um, from like from what I read my little bit of research is that death metal is sort of the crisis that sets off the new iteration of the DC universe so I thought oh I'll read that and uh, yeah I just wasn't sure I wasn't sure where we were coming from yeah. so well
0: yeah. metal was the crisis before death metal
2: okay that makes sense
1: yeah so. Okay. And then yeah,
0: so, uh, I, I read Brent's metal, and I I was still confused.
1: <laughs> it's the art's really cool. cool the design, the so. story was uh, <laughs> I know so, like it, it. I know a lot of people who really dig it, but mm, just not my yeah. thing. I guess
2: it's Dark Knight's Death Metal Deluxe Edition is what I'm reading by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah. So all
1: right. <laughs> So, Jen, it's no what's your geek? <laughs> it's no Tremors. <laughs> that should be our catchphrase from here on out. You know, if it, whenever something's like, all right, like, it's good, but it's no Tremors.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. On the Tremors rating scale, is it movie one or movie
1: seven?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Jen, what's your geek pick?
3: Um, I can't remember if I've done this as a geek pick or not. But I'm really into the game Stardew Valley. Um, I think I did do it as a geek pick. You have mentioned really...
2: Stardew Valley before, yes.
3: Did I do it as a geek pick? I
2: don't know. I want to say
1: yes.
3: I, I feel like you there might have been talking no about it last ri- week. But it's there's okay. no rule saying you can't
1: pick the same thing twice.
3: Yeah, yeah not, not a lot's been going on lately. Um, <laughs> other than the stuff we talked about for the podcast. So, uh, yeah. I'm still playing Stardew Valley and it's still fun. Oh, that's good. So, if you have Steam and you play on a PC, you can uh, download it through Steam. Or if you have a Nintendo Switch, you can buy it for the Switch. Um, what yeah, have it's you just done- a little, little. What have you made sim. this
0: week in your in your some
3: What have I made in
0: my what? What have you made this week in your little in your Stardew Valley? Like, what have you done in it lately? What's this game uh,
3: about? Oh, I made it all the way to the bottom of the mine. 120 levels. That was cool. Uh, And I went to the desert and I got a fantastic sword. I think it's called an obsidian sword or an ultimate sword. So now hopefully the things on the monkey island won't kill me. Uh. Because they've been killing me a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And I had a kid. (laughs) So yeah, that all happened in like a week. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, it's fun. You go through different seasons and you plant vegetables and you have, you know, livestock uh, I've got cows and chickens and bunnies and sheep and a goat, and uh, yeah, you harvest your plants and you 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 make your little farm, and then there's little sub things you can do, like little sub quests you can do to uh, to help the other villagers or to like I said go down through the mine and fight monsters, uh, and uh, collect treasure, or you can try to catch all the fish, or you can you know take the boat to the monkey island. Um, so it's just got little fun things. It's a very relaxing game. Like I think this is what people who play uh, Animal Crossing get out of it. It's just it's not really get any kind of. It's like it's got some challenges, but it's mostly just like a a relaxing game. So
0: sounds to me a lot like Minecraft.
3: I have never uh, played Minecraft, in so some maybe. Ways. Yeah, I don't know. I have to cut down trees to get wood to build stuff. So maybe. Oh
0: yeah. You should try Minecraft, Jen. I think you'd like it. It's a nice little fun, very relaxing, just like easygoing, build stuff, um, watch out for skeletons and <laughs> stuff like that. But
3: yeah. Maybe when I get bored of Stardew Valley. There you go. It's also a game that has no end. So I've seen people online who are on like year 69 and I'm like, holy crap, I'm on year four. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alrighty, well, All right,
1: comes... What about you? What have
3: you got? <laughs> it's been a slow <laughs> time for Geek Picks.
1: Yeah, not really. Um, it, well, uh, I've been reading a lot of comics lately. So Ooh, um on, I just, pardon?
0: What, what what good comics have you been
1: reading? So uh, I finished Monsters, the uh, the Barry Windsor Smith one that I talked about. I think it was my geek pick last episode. I okay. finally finished it. Very good, very solid. A lot deeper than I thought it was going to be, but um, it, it's it's a very solid read. So there's that. Um, I actually so my I'll go with my my solid geek pick. Is the new Aliens series from Marvel? There are three Ooh. issues in since they've gotten the rights to it, and it is intriguing because they're they're going with the lore a little bit. This takes place well after the second film. It's, it kind of looks like parts three and four never happened. Um, and possibly Prometheus and Covenant as well. They're they're not mentioned in the timeline that you kind of get in them, but it's about a security officer, a former security officer on a space station who uh, had uh, helped uh, capture an alien, like one of the xenomorphs. And he has to go back to the space station because his idiot son get seduced to be part of like this group that wants to take down Wayland Utani, and they don't, they're, they're doing it by looking at what the bio weapon is in the space station, but they have no idea what it was that they have unleashed. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, Stupid it's kids. pretty good so <laughs> far and it, it's building on some of the mythos and stuff. I, I I'm digging it a lot. Now, the other thing that's kind of cool, but it's it, I can't say it as a geek pick because it's sh- kind of short, is I picked up the, oh, I can't remember what it's actually called, but it's um, DC Comics uh, Milestone Universe, like the, the first sampler issue, basically. The the, the kickoff, to. I think the story's called The Big Bang. So it's the kickoff of the the reboot of the milestone characters, like static and hardware and, and all those guys. So they've updated the origins to make them a little bit more timely and relevant. And it it's it intrigues me. It intrigues me enough to see where they go. It looks like they're launching three separate miniseries. They're listing them as kind of season one. One is Icon and Rocket. One is Hardware and obviously Static because Static is like the premier character to come out of that universe. Like uh, he got his own cartoon. So he was in Justice League, like the cartoon and stuff too. So um, it, it's intriguing, but there's really not enough meat on the bone to say, like, you should follow everything that comes after this. Like it's like, you should, if you're intrigued, buy these characters you should pick it up to see the start of it and then make your maybe come back to the characters that you like in the miniseries that are to follow so that's it for this episode um we'll be doing something in our next episode but until then
2: loki loki will have premiered by next episode
1: oh really okay so there we go instant programming yay (laughs) Um, until then, you can listen to us in a, individually or together in some combinations and forms in different ways. Let's start off with Kevin. Where can people listen to you outside of the show?
2: If you want to hear me talk about local theater, you can listen to Stage Whispers. Uh, I just did an interview with members of the Hironia Players of Midland. So the next episode, which will be out Next Friday, or actually as you, as we speak, this Friday will be about the Heronia players. Uh, if you want to hear me talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, you can hear me on Galaxy Class, which I do with my friends Amy, Rhea, and Joe. Uh, the last episode I recorded was what we call one of our watch list episodes, where we take a premise and choose episodes based on that. This episode was about... Characters who become someone else in an episode, whether by alien possession or plastic surgery. So uh, that's fun when that's on Galaxy Class. Uh, uh, and you can follow me now on um, Twitter and on Facebook. And uh, now I'm on the TikToks. So, uh, you know, you can find me there too. How do
3: they find you on the TikToks?
2: On the TikToks, my handle is Kevin gs 71 I'm mostly posting ukulele videos.
3: Hey, yeah, you're getting pretty good at that
2: pretty quick. Stay Thank impressed. you. I found an app that lets me that gives me ta- the the ukulele tabs, and I can I can play uh, a few songs now. I'm I'm i having fun with it.
1: Okay, Jen.
3: Uh, well, Sailor Snacking is back. Uh, so we are talking about uh season one of Sailor Moon Crystal. And uh, the first episode's already up, so hopefully you all listened to that and enjoyed it. Please let us know. Uh, and um, yeah, so we're going through season one. We've got a couple of episodes already in the can, so that'll be going on for the next couple weeks. And uh, yeah, we're, I'm really enjoying Crystal. Like, you're going to have to listen to the episodes, but uh, it, it's got it's a much quicker pace than classic Sailor Moon, so even if you're kind of on the fence about whether or not you like Sailor Moon... I mean, these are 14 episodes. You can kind of just give it a quick watch.
2: I am. Thank you for turning me on to it, Jen. The first episode was really fun. It's so much more sort of... The story just moves much quicker than the original uh, Sailor Moon.
3: Yeah, and and in in later episodes of the podcast, we talk about what we feel is lacking by that quick speed, but it in no means makes it a bad show. It's just like you, you... It lacks some of the depth that I think you get from having a couple of filler episodes, but like I said, it does not make the show bad at all so i still highly recommend people i recommend people watch both but like i said if you just want to watch it quickly go for crystal it's only 14 episodes for season one cool
1: ryan
0: oh if you want to listen to uh ed and i talk toys and collecting news uh then you can tune in to our monthly episodes of tales from the collector verse Uh, The third Thursday of every month, we put out a new episode. Uh, This past episode, we talked uh, (laughs) about the purchases that we're struggling to make during this lockdown, uh, the news of what's to come, and uh, we uh, discussed uh, our our ideas for future toy lines that could be either revived or could be brand new. um, Kind of in the lines of when we kept telling Hasbro to make G.I. Joe toys. And if and then they finally did. Uh but you can so you can find us here in the main feed, or you can follow us on Instagram at Tales from Collectorverse, uh where we will post some unboxings and photos and all that kind of fun stuff.
1: Yep, it's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I'm and, enjoying and, uh, listening to your Tales of the
3: Collectorverse.
1: Yeah, oh, and Snowhawk Cosplay just posted up uh photos of his Sergeant Slaughter cosplay. Yes, we were just going it's funny we were just just
0: discussing that last weekend and uh then he posted photos of it, so yeah.
1: So uh I, I sent him a message. I thought he did a good job. Uh yeah. the funny part about it is, and I mean this totally as a compliment to Ed, is that I think Ed's in better shape than Slaughter ever was. <laughs>
0: it's still like Slaughter's a little you, bit bulkier though, but bigger than him, but yeah, no. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. I, Ed is definitely more G.I. Joe Slaughter than uh, than pro-wrestler Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> and I yeah. mean that, Ed, if you're listening, I mean that completely as a compliment. <laughs> so, uh, as for me, uh, you can hear me on this show, and you can also hear my quasi-radio show on Mixcloud via Black Donnelly Radio. The Dark Side is still running. Um, we're... We're gaining some listeners here and there, so uh, I've been trying out some new things. Uh, the latest episode that's up, uh, I delve into dark and more electronic hip hop, including a, a guy who was in Hamilton. So, <laughs> which it was something I didn't think I would ever say about my my show, but hey, here we are. Um, and, but beyond that, uh, yeah, the, so you can just find it in Black Donnelly Radio, search the dark side. New episodes show up every Thursday, except for this past Thursday, because the internet was dead here. <laughs> yeah. Until then, uh, two weeks, we're back with uh, Loki, which we're all looking forward to. But apparently, Yay. we kind of forgot when it was actually coming out. But
3: mm-hmm. awesome. It's it, a
1: it, Wednesday. Remember, yeah. it's on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. So until our next episode, uh, thank you for listening and stay safe, everyone.
0: Bye. See ya. Bye. Set your phasers to
2: sexy.
3: Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the
1: nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.
0: Things and like, you know, episode 10 or episode this. I'm like, we've only had the first episode now. How are they? What? <laughs> Who's watching all these episodes?
1: Yeah. Yeah.